Hi, I'm Otto. Welcome to Ellen Sarah's podcast. Apparently, Aaron's never recorded a podcast before. Am I? Am I supposed to be in airplane mode? Am I? How do you blah 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 blah? She's not really with it today. Well, Sarah Foster, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Lisa, I just got back from the office. It's been a really long day. Um, that's not what I was going to say. Um, Allison, should I have the audio be on Logitech <laughs> stream cam? <laughs> Please leave all this in here so the listeners see what a mess she is today. Sarah. What? Sarah. Yeah. I don't think you're in any position to be calling out a lack of tech savviness. No, I'm not. I'm I'm usually not, but in this moment I am because I got the I got it all. I'm all I did it. Um, you did it? Who or did someone do it for you? Well, hold on. Uh-huh. Now, now, now I'm trying to uh-huh. get huh. Someone just FaceTimed me and now it's just messed up the whole thing. You just jinxed oh. me. Oh, are you confused now? Nope, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Okay. So when you were saying that you set this all up yourself, um, how did you do that? I just want to let you know. Mm-hmm. Your tone towards me, mm-hmm. the listeners do not appreciate. Would you say that you started out attacking me? Yeah, but I And then I was it, responding? But I was being like loving about it. You're just being sharp. I wasn't being sharp. That's funny. You would say that. Okay. Hi. Hi, my little Steffi Graf. Who's that? Grand. She doesn't know who Steffi Graf is? I mean, hello, wake up. Hello, wake up. Grand Slam champion. She won like 500 Grand Slams. You don't know who that is? No? Wow. Oh, Valentina. Youth. The youth is, anyway, she just got back. I'm the meanest mom in the world because I forced her to go to tennis today. Because she said she plays volleyball three times a week. She shouldn't have to play tennis. But are you, come talk to the microphone. No. Why? Girl, don't miss. Girl, at least say hi to your aunt. By the way, you know what she calls me now? Miss girl. No, she does not. I've never. What do you, she's like, miss girl. (laughs) I've never called her that in my life. Valentina, that's a lie. You're not going to, your phone's going to be gone if you don't admit it. Stop. I call you girl, not miss girl. No, you call me miss girl. Oh, sorry. In 2020. Does she, does she, does she want to say hi to her aunt? Do you want to say hi to Aaron or no? Yeah. Okay. Well, come over here. Um, V, you texted me today, asked me to pick you up from school and I couldn't. Well, <laughs> what? Did, oh, oh no. Oh God. Why Wait, did she ask me? What happened? Well, why do you really want her to pick you up? <laughs> oh, I, no, I asked you last week too. But, well, yeah, what, but what was the reason for today? Cause you wanted to get out of tennis. Maybe. <laughs> V, why would me picking you up stop you from going to tennis? No, I also asked you to pick me up last week. So I don't know what's it's true. Going on. You did. Yeah, it's true. There's usually just a hidden agenda, though. It's not usually because you just want to hang. Well, I'm probably going to sleep at her house on Friday and forget about all my friend plans. So, oh, yeah. That's cute. Okay. Do you need anything or are you done here? I'm done. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So she, I mean, she went to the Travis Scott concert. So are you aware? I can't believe she went to that. Are you aware of her infatuation with him? Like, like remember the old, like in the 80s and 90s, would they would have, they'd show people being like wheeled out on stretchers at Michael Jackson concerts because they were like. That was like me at a Boys to Men concert. 
Mm, no, you never were that person. Remember the old footage of people literally- Yeah, yeah they're like p- literally passing. No, out. no, like had to be taken to the hospital. And mm-hmm. I remember always looking at these pe- those people being like, what losers? You know what I mean? Or like, like, or like where are your parents? Like who yeah. raised you? Like get your, yeah, get your like, life together. Like your life is a mess. You're like mm-hmm. passing out because you just laid eyes on Michael Jackson. Anyways, that is Valentina. Like that is her. She called, she FaceTimed me. He hadn't even come on yet. First of all, this guy- li- I would love to to speak with him because if I ever saw him, you know what I'd say to him? I'd say, hey, Travis, there were all 12, 13-year-olds in that place. You don't show up till 10, 15 p.m. He did not start the concert until 10, 15 p.m. on a Sunday night. Knowing his fans are young kids, they have school tomorrow. I don't think he wants his fans to be 12-year-olds. I think he probably is making music for adults and then for some reason, 12-year-olds are into it. Right. For is some- this the one that's Ky- Kylie's baby daddy? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, he doesn't strike me as someone who's intentionally making like Nickelodeon music. <laughs> He's not. It's definitely not Nickelodeon music. And he, so, but, and I'm thinking to myself, well, now this doesn't make sense because I know SoFi has a curfew, right? Like SoFi has a curfew. They're not like fucking around. SoFi has a curfew. Why would they have a curfew? Because loud, loudness, you know, disorderly conduct. I don't know. You're not allowed to be up to no good at like midnight. Disorderly what? conduct. Well, I don't know, but I, I knew there was a... Sure enough, there was a curfew, 11 o'clock. So this guy goes on so late. He only played for like 45 minutes. The tickets were Stop. so expensive. I'm like, Valentina, how pissed were you? Are? How pissed were you? And she's like, oh, I would never be mad at him. I mean, she's- <gasps> Oh my God. No, no. She's like, she's like, mom, that's like my dream man. Like that is my dream. No, oh, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's, I don't know if this is like the road we're meant to, we're t- trying to take her down. Yeah, well, she should end up with a rapper. Well, that is what she wants. And she wants it to be Travis Scott. So anyways, wow. what's crazy, she knows every word to every song. The parents that took her were like, I'm sorry, are you aware that she knows every word? Like she's like a rapper. She can, it's she's just like a freak fan. It's one thing to sing along to, you know, an Elton John song. You know, it's a pretty slow song. It's pretty easy to know that. But she- We all know the words. We all know the words. She can sing along to every Travis Scott song. So- you know? Yeah. And so that was Sunday night. So I had a real dilemma. I was like, am I going to do what I want to do, which is say, no, you're not allowed to go to a concert on Sunday night. But you know, she's been really excelling in volleyball. She's very committed. So these are the things where I'm like, okay, I, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're scratching my back by being, can, you know, committed to a sport because that's going to potentially lead to a scholarship which mm-hmm. then leads so to you're, me. So you're rewarding her for things she should already be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So she did that. You know, I remember when I said, I am going to start writing things down so that when it comes to our solos, I remember all the crazy things that happened. You know, I haven't done that. It's been a pretty- I haven't done it. You're all talk. I'm all talk. And also I think some of, I think the beauty of our solos is that we just- are a little bit all over the place. But then I have been told, which we should get to some reviews um, at the end of the show. At the end of have the show. Have you been looking at reviews? No, I really don't look often, but I did look recently. And there were a few people that definitely criticized us of not being organized. And I'm like, yeah, but- oh. Well, but you're also always drawing attention to it. Every time we have a guest, you're like, we are not journalists. We don't, we'll do an intro later. We are all over the place. Like, I think you need to stop drawing attention to it. Stop talking about how unorganized we are. Stop bringing attention to it. Just 
Just let it flow. No, I don't think these let people were referencing that I do that. They were just saying in general, we're very disorganized. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying you are drawing attention to it unnecessarily. You know what I mean? Mm. Just let it flow. Okay. So, you know, this is very weird for me. We should let the audience know that it is nighttime. So I should be in the kitchen helping with dinner, getting homework organized, showers. Both kids just walked in the door literally 10 minutes ago, but we're recording this, this podcast. Is a, this is a terrible time to be doing a podcast. No, no, for, for all of it, because it's the end of the day. So the end of the day, you're just- No, I'm, I'm tapped out. Yeah, you're tapped out. I, I'm looking at you. You look finished. I'm finished. I yeah. was finished before I walked in the door. You were finished before? You, you've got not a lot to bring to this podcast today, which- I feel that. Yeah. So I'm going to have mm-hmm. to carry us as usual. I wouldn't say as usual, but maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Yeah. So we're recording mm-hmm. late tonight because sometimes this is just how it has to go because Aaron started the writer's room at like, I don't know, I think, were you on your way there at like 8.30 this morning? Yeah. Right. And 7 a.m. is not an option for me because that's the thick of getting kids ready for school. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. We do we do a little nighttime episode. Not ideal. You're not going to get Aaron's A game. You might not even get her B game tonight. No, I don't know what game I even have to bring. I mean, this morning I had therapy at 8 a.m., which seems like such an early time to do therapy, but it really is the only time I can do it without it yeah. kind of messing with work. Mm-hmm. So do therapy 8 to 9. And then, oh, yeah, so I wasn't driving to the office at 8.30. But I, I have been driving to the office at 8.30 because the room starts at 10. By the time the room starts, you have to be, like, locked and loaded. I don't like to get to the office no. and, like, start work. Yeah. I like, I mean, I start work, but I don't like to get to the office and have people start asking me like work questions. Mm-hmm. I like to get to the office, make a cup of coffee or whatever I'm drinking, mm-hmm. make a bagel, mm-hmm. sit in my office, close the door, mm-hmm. go through emails, mm-hmm. deal with my life a little bit. I like to like slow roll into it. You know, I don't, I don't like being, you know, walking in and it's all happening. Yeah. Look, we so are, you gotta get there we, early. we were both born with just not the chip, the go-getter kind of chip. Like all, all the things that we've made happen in our life are, are in spite of us. Well, I'm actually saying that I get to work early to be prepared and ready to go so that by the time work is starting, I'm ready. So I think that's actually admirable. You know, that's like go-getter, that's go-getter energy. No, you're not a go-getter. You're just, you have innate talent. You've ridden my coattails along the way a lot of the time. Interesting. And, in and, what way? And how? And well, I, I would say the I, same to you. I got you your first modeling agent. Yeah, but my modeling career went nowhere. But that's not my fault. <laughs> I, still, I mean, a little bit it I, is. I still, well, I mean, you know, I still got you in the door. Right. You can only do so much. I can only, I can only lead the horse to the water. I can't force well, I the would horse say that to that, drink it. I would say that it really derailed me in a lot of ways because it somehow made me think that I had a career in my looks. And it turned out I didn't. Right, like you wasted so much time thinking you could have modeled when someone should have just said to you, no, it's not for you. It's all about your brain, girl. <laughs> Nobody wants to see the outside. Show us the inside. Yeah. So you sent me down um, an empty path. I'm sorry. Okay. What else did I ride on your coattails from? A couple of friends. Some, some social A life. A couple stuff. of friends. You've hijacked all the friends. You some actually, of them prefer me. Some of them what? Prefer me once they meet me. You, I've gotten no friends from you. You don't like my friends. I, that, don't, I mean, Aaron, that, how dare you say that? A lot of your friends listen to this. That's not true and not fair for you to say. You're never like, here's the thing. 
Sarah and I have gotten into fights before because she's like, it's so rude that you don't invite me to dinners like when you go with your friends, but I invite you places. Sarah will be like, hey, do you want to go to dinner at Sunset Tower with me and so-and-so and so-and-so? If I like the people she's going with, I'll be like, sure, I'll come along. <laughs> I've uh, Sarah has no interest in going to dinner with me and my friends. Yes, you don't dislike my friends. You like them. I love if all I your to friends. You, if you were like, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to dinner with Sophia and Jamie and Catherine. You're not going to be like, oh, well, I kind of want to come. You're going to be like, sick party. Have fun. I'll well, see you at home. But that's not true. Who, who do you think I would go meet? I mean, that's like you're making it sound like I'm some like I can't get anything out of dinner with Sophia, Jamie and Catherine. That's just not true. No, no, no. I'm not saying in like a social climber way. I'm just saying that you're not like you're not looking to hang with me and my friends. I'm not never a big hanger. Like, By the way, had dinner with Jen and Dasha last night. You were supposed to come. I have, and you know, I was, I was sitting there thinking, I have not had dinner with a girlfriend in like many, many months. It's true. You've been far less social for a while. And it was really weird. We went to a really trendy place, that place, Bird Streets. Have you heard of it? Um, yeah, I made this plan with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> So, so you're, so you've heard of Bird Streets? Uh, yeah, I've okay. been there before. Uh, oh, really? You really? Yeah. It's a members. Yeah, like it's a members only. Yeah, I've club. been there like I've been there like three times. Whoa, members only. Yeah, no celeb. No, I'm not a member. Nope, no celebs there. Every time I've been there, basically Justin Bieber's there. It's a very celeb heavy spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put on like a body. I like, I like yeah. it there. I put on a bodysuit because you just. Oh, you love a bodysuit. I love a bodysuit. And yeah, no, not really. And you just, you worked the room, but there was nobody there to no, work for? No, there was no room to work. Oh, God. What a disappointment. Hi, oh, Josie. You another visitor? You want to say hi? Hi, fellow podcastings. Did you say hi, fellow podcasting? Yeah. Why are you so cute? Hi, Josie. My hair is getting so blonde, Auntie. Can you, Look. um, I miss, oh my God, it looks so blonde. All right, go shower. You stink. I love you. Love you. Love you. Um, How can she hear me, by the way, when you're wearing headphones? She's just very talented. <laughs> she has exceptional hearing. But V heard, v, Valentina could hear me too. Both my kids have exceptional hearing. Um, um so wait, what were we okay, saying? What were, what were we saying? Damn it. Friends. Oh yeah, friends. Bird Street. Anyways, it was there was no room to work. Food is really good there. The point is, I do not practice what I preach. I'm constantly telling you guys, you guys, friendships, especially as you get older, I would say like after 30, I do think it becomes harder and harder to maintain friendships. Once you start getting married, getting engaged, having kids. Your lifestyle starts to change. Because your lifestyle starts to change. And I'm here to tell you as someone who is older than 30, a lot older than 30, you have to keep the friendships that matter to you and you have to work at them. Not like it's a husband or a wife or, a, or whatever, but honestly, like, the, the, what do you, why are you lecturing again when you are not living your truth? Because I am a messed up person. You want the audience to be better than you. I want the audience to be better than me. Yes. I mean, Learn what from is my mistake? What's the point of this podcast? It's not like it's, you know, like we, we do this podcast because we try, we want you guys to learn from our mistakes. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. Why else are we doing it? It's not like I'm, you know. Yeah, but- we tell you the laser we got that we regret so that you don't have to go get it. Oh, I mean, you probably saved a lot of people from getting Morpheus. You know? Yeah, I, I'm I'm regretting it less lately. Your skin does look good, I have to say. But I don't know if it's because of that. It could just be the filter that's on. 
I don't. And the light that's no, on in front I've of me. I've seen you in person. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing is we do have, um, this is our opportunity to shed the, shed the wisdom. Mm-hmm. We are so excited to have Bumble sponsoring our podcast. It's a long time coming. No, it's, it's really a full circle moment being able to talk to you guys about Bumble because we worked at Bumble in 2017. Bumble is just, they do things differently. They have always been, because it's a female-founded company, they have always put the safety and the protection of women at the forefront of their thinking, which is why it's a women-first approach. And they really focus and actually back it up on building a safe, you know, they have profile photo of a verification. They block and report certain features. Um, you can put, go on incognito mode. They have a very inclusive environment. They just, it's like Bumble's where you find meaningful connections. But you don't realize, like if you don't follow them on Instagram, if you, you don't realize the success stories, but we do. Uh, I do follow them on Instagram. No, I do see them. I, no, you do. I'm saying people listening. Oh. You know what I mean? But because we worked at the company, people constantly come up to us still to this day to tell us, you don't understand. I couldn't find a partner. It was impossible. I was desperate. I, I thought it was never going to happen for me. Bumble gave me my life partner. Oh yeah. I get, I still get so many DMs. We Did always this... wanted to like, we wanted to, um, officiate Bumble weddings. That's what we wanted to like make a show out of it. Cause we got so many messages from people with great stories of how they met their lifelong partner on Bumble. No, just people all the time saying, I, I had no idea the turn my life would take I just didn't know until I got on Bumble and it's just, it changed my life. And so we hear it all the time. We're so connected to that person, but you guys might not be. So if you are looking for friends, so many people write us, they say, I have no girlfriends. Like, I'm so jealous. You seem like you have so many girlfriends. I have no girlfriends. Bumble BFF, you guys, there's all these amazing women on this app, just waiting to connect with other women, just waiting to create their tribe, waiting to create their yeah. best friend group. So, okay. So here's what we're going to end with. Send us, if you have a great Bumble story of how you met your partner, whatever the story is, send us your positive stories, DM them to, uh, the uh, podcast Instagram account, and we are going to start sharing them. Oh my Please God. Please send them to us. No. Yeah, we're going to start sharing them. No, you guys. Also, I think send stories about like your best friend too, or just your soul. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Whoever, whoever you met. Any connection you met. If you met, if you got a job there because on Bumble Biz or a friend on Bumble BFF or a partner. Or Whatever so positive experience. Mm -hmm. You can DM um, the story to the podcast Instagram, which is at world's first podcast, or you can send it through um, the email on the account. Yep. And we will read your success stories if you allow us. Do you know how excited I am that Skims is sponsoring this podcast? Well, you know that I have two drawers in my closet labeled Skims because it yeah, is- Yeah, I saw that. It is, it's truly all I wear. When those drops go, launch, I am, I am You're on- You're like right there. You're like yeah, midnight it's on like, the computer. No, because it's so affordable and it's so good. The quality is insane. It really is so affordable. So they have a holiday gift shop. You guys, if you're starting the holiday gift shopping now- Skims is the ticket. I mean, who would not mm -hmm. be excited to get a pair of Skims pajamas, a Skims bodysuit, a Skims bra and underwear? I don't know what they have on their gift shop. And they but... have like bralette two packs and they have like a, the uh, Fits Everybody thong five pack. So that's what I bought. I bought. Oh, I mean, that's you know what, what I else? got in my gifting. You should do your holiday card in the matching Skims pajamas. Okay. Because they've got the kids. They've got the adults. It's very. Oh, like when you take the photo. Yes. 
Yes. Their staples are like they have the Fits Everybody collection. They have their cotton collection, their soft lounge, their sleep. It's all available in a bunch of different colors and like holiday prints now. Um, they also have now a signature holiday collection and that's always been very popular for them. And so very cozy stuff. Also, they have they go from extra, extra small all the way to 4X. So they have unisex styles. It's like it's for everybody. Their Fits Everybody laced dipped thong pack of five Guys, if you need new underwear, that is the one you need. It's the Fits Everybody Lace Dipped Thong 5-Pack. You get five colors in the pack. They are the best underwear. Yeah. So We love Skims. We really do. She knows, she knows what she's doing. Oh, my God. They have over 100,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, that's actually in my call to action right now. Oh. So, believe the hype. Skims has over, Sarah... A hundred thousand reviews. Five star reviews. Five star For reviews. a reason. Skims Holiday Gift Shop is now open at skims.com. You can plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Please select podcast in the survey and be sure to select the show, um, our show in the drop down menu that follows. Last night, I started watching, a t- well, t- sorry, two TV shows that I've watched the last few days. Okay. One, Jordan's been telling me to watch for like years. And I finally watched an episode of it. I didn't really know what I was expecting. You're going to, you would hate this show, just to be clear. You would really struggle with this show. It's a dating show called Naked Attraction. (laughs) Okay. Is this a reality show? It's a reality show. It started in the UK. Okay. Is this the one where they hold the, the water bottles? Like everybody has what? like a water bottle, like a with a bedazzled, with like a bedazzled water bottle. <laughs> you mean um, that's Love Is Blind? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. There's no, one. No, 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 no. You're talking um, I Love Island, Love Island, where they have the bedazzled like water. It's like a, cups. Yeah. Okay. In Love Island, in, in Love Is Blind, they have like these gold like wine glasses. Okay, no. So this is what the show is. It's it's really crazy. Why I was about to say, I was I swear to God on my life, I was about to say. Wait, bedazzled cups on Love is Blind. If you're blind, can you see if it's bedazzled? I swear oh, to God. Oh, Sarah. But I didn't say not, it. They are not I, blind. Aaron, I got it. And that's why I did say it. But my instinct, <laughs> my instinct when you said I it. I forgot that you thought of, oh my God, it's a show of blind people falling in love. <laughs> oh, such by a the way, though, such a small brain. By the way, great concept for a show. It is a great concept for a show. I know. Okay, back to Naked Attraction. So... They have a contestant. This person is looking for love. And in front of them are six different, like life-size, different colored, I don't know, like glass, I don't know, human-size, like little showcases things. (laughs) There are people standing in each one of them, okay? They start the show and they say, okay, lift up halfway, okay? Like lift up your clothes? No, no, no. The front of the of the thing they're standing in lifts up the front of it so that you can see their genitalia and their legs. No, stop, 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 stop. Yes. And she be the girl, if it's a girl, begins judging and deciding who she likes based on their penis and their legs and their butt and their feet and whatever they can see. And they get up close and she's like, ah, I mean, this one's just honestly too big for me. I don't love big penises. I prefer girth over length because length hurts. Oh, I've never been with a, this race before. Oh, do, now do you like cut or uncut penises? I think I prefer this. Okay, well now this one, I mean, he's not very big. I'm, hopefully he's a grower, not a shower. They can hear them. 
They are analyzing everything about so their genitalia. So there's a man in a cage hearing someone say, I hope he's a grower, not a shower. Correct. Okay. And they signed up for this. And then they'll be like, okay, turn around. Let's see your butts. And then, and like uh, the episode I was watching, the the host was like, okay, now on yellow, now that is a lot of hair under the undercarriage. Does that bother <sighs> you? A lot of hair down there. And she was like, well, I'm not really into like stuff in the butt. So I don't really care about that. I mean, it's it's so crazy. How is this allowed up- in 2023 when, you know, people like can arrest you if you look at them the wrong way? It's surprising because you're you're criticizing and analyzing someone based on their body, which is like not very 2023. That's just not very, I mean, I'm into, on, I, I, I'm into it, but they've been on for like six seasons. Then they lift it up higher and you can see they're, they're up to their neck. So if it's, if it's women in there, then you can see their breasts and you can analyze them. Or you see that like for guys, like their six pack or not six pack or dad bought or whatever. And then you basically, she, she or he eliminates people based on their bodies and gets rid of the ones she doesn't like. And then when it's down to two, the she goes and takes her clothes off. She gets naked. And those two people get to see her naked and they all like discuss each other's bodies. And then she picks one person to go on a date with and they go on a clothed date. Okay. What is what network is this? It started in the UK. Now it's on Jordan told me it's on Peacock, but I couldn't find it on there. It was on um Amazon Prime, I think, maybe, or Wow. Hulu or something. It's crazy. And now now, you know, lighting is everything. So is the lighting good? Because here's, I can't, I can't say it's you do realize, lighting. you do realize in certain light can make somebody look. It's on max. Montana just told me it's on max, like HBO max. I mean, how does Montana feel about a show like this? Objectifying people like this. Is she into it? Well, if she wrote me that, that quickly, she clearly watches oh, it. Clearly a fan. Clearly. Montana? Montana, have you watched the show before? I've seen clips from it. Okay. Um, I think okay. it's, I think as long as everyone's consenting adults, then I think it's fun. Okay. Our Um, resident ultra left progressive socialist is loving, (laughs) loving Montana. You approve of this for real? A hundred percent. I mean, I wouldn't go on it, but I definitely, as long as everyone's happy. Okay. What if we really wanted you to go on it? Would you go on it? (laughs) If, like, why am I here? My bosses are making me come on the show. <laughs> that probably goes against your whole theory of everyone consenting. Oh, yeah, true, true. She's like, I did not want to be here. But Montana, you know, Sarah considers her consent basically enough consent for you to do something. Like, your true. consent is not as important as her consent for you. True. That is true. Sarah, what should I be? Should I be on? I think it's only in the UK, right? Sarah? I will send you the to the yet. UK. I will send you, Montana. I will say that a lot of people on the show say that, um, yes, it's uncomfortable to but be like liberating. criticized about your body, but it's liberating. And it's like, it's just stuff on your body. And at the end of the day, like when they, when they go on their da- first date, they sort of feel so relaxed and comfortable because they've gotten the scary stuff out of the way. Sounds horrible. You should go on it, by the way. You're like basically almost naked all the time. You might as well just get, <laughs> go on a dating show for it. I mean, you're dying to show everyone your body. Just what's go. Like, what's like the age limit? There's got to be an age limit. You're within it. You're within the age limit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Montana, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we sign up? Uh, I'll start your audition tape. But Montana, <laughs> Montana, we, Montana for her audition. I don't want to be a part of You could, that. you could just put a bunch of clips she's posted on stories and that'll be her <laughs> and audition. I'll, I'll, Montana, just, I'll, just, I'll just record you guys in the office for like 30 minutes. In the Montana, you and I probably shouldn't be on the same episode though. That would be uncomfortable. <laughs> we should. <laughs> yeah. I would want to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, no, that would probably cross the line of worker, um, work our working relationship. We were on the same episode. 
I don't think it's appropriate for sure. I don't think it's appropriate. Okay. All right. Let's do um, Montana. Let's do separate episodes. Okay. Great. All right. Separate she, episodes. She sounds in. She's definitely in. She is. Uh, we know you're in. Um, okay. The other show that I started watching last night, it's going to take you by surprise. Wait, did any of these people get married? You think? Probably not. Right. You know, the first couple in the first episode really had a great vibe. And I don't want to, I don't want to spoil yeah. it. All right. What so was I'll the just second say right show? Now, I'll say this point. Um, oh, the second show I started watching last night was Emily in Paris. Oh, I watched that. You did? Um, Aaron, w- welcome. Welcome to the world. I mean, listen, it- we're talking about Emily in Paris. Not we're talking about it all the time, but you know, like we're making a Netflix show and obviously Emily in Paris was this huge hit for them. And so it comes up sometimes mm-hmm. as- Yes, you needed to like, see it. Is this what Netflix wants? Like, do they want like cliffhangers and love triangles and things like that? And so I was like, I got to watch this damn show. Honestly- And then you got really, into it. I really enjoyed it. Like I didn't expect to like it. I thought that I was going to watch something and be like, this is so no, bad. No, it's very enjoyable. It was really fun. I never watched- I just don't understand. I just don't understand why her fashion's so bad. So like, I- is that- is it supposed to be? I never watched, I'll answer that in a second. I never watched Gossip Girl. I would imagine this is kind of that same kind of like thing, right? Because you really binged it. Are there two or three seasons? I think there's three seasons, right? Anyways, I watched all of them. Also, um, uh, Lily Collins is a former co-star of mine. So we're tight. Oh my God. How did I forget? By the way, thank God I was nice to her. She ha- she was a guest star. About to be a big star. Yeah. She was a guest star on 90210. I was, of mm. course, you know, a lead. Of course kid. you were a, a lead. Yeah. yeah. I think you yeah. were, were you, were you recurring well, I was, a lead? I was basically a lead. Okay. They, they tre- I'm pretty sure you were recurring. They treated me like a lead. Okay. I right, was there right, for, right. I was there for many years. So when she- You probably demanded a trailer the size for a lead, even though you were recurring. You probably demanded like your own hair and makeup people and stuff like that. Probably. Yeah. So when Lily came and did, I think she just did like one episode. She guest starred on one episode. I think she had a couple lines. Thank God I was nice to her. Cause you know, you were probably like Phil and my dad probably know each other, (laughs) go way back from the (laughs) eighties. Lily, Lily. Now, Hey, how are you now? Our dads, I'm sure work together in this. (laughs) Lily, hi, it's Sarah. I'm sure you've looked up to me for a long time and uh, I'm your muse on the show and your, your icon. If you need any tips, uh, let me know. No, this was like her first acting job. You know, she's like, you're like, I think I remember you from the Grammys in 1982. (laughs) We were both there on our daddy's laps. (laughs) Okay. Oh my god. Hold on. I didn't know her dad was Phil Collins. I mean, I I knew like the second day, but when I first met her, I knew nothing. I was just being nice. Imagine that doesn't sound that doesn't sound like you. I know. And my something's off in the story. And my point is, thank God. Because now when we see each other, something is off. You knew Philly Fillerson was her dad. You knew it. Imagine you are not gonna be nice to some random actress coming into the hair and makeup trailer. That's the thing. I was. That is the thing. I was. It's like God was protecting you. It's like God was protecting me from Lily Collins being like that little bitch. Sarah Foster was a was a monster when we worked together. And now that I'm a star, she tries to be nice to me. We see these stories all the time. You and I see we them. We talk about them. We witness them. Mm-hmm. I did not oh, fall yeah. prey. I did not fall prey. To, so now when I see her, I'm like, Lily. And she has to be nice to me because I was nice to her when she was nobody. Right. Okay. So what is the lesson here? To the point that the last time I saw her, I was like, uh, my daughter would like to meet you. Can you follow me, please? And she just did. 
follow me where? Like to walk over to her. Oh, which daughter? Valentina. Oh, so she watched Emily in Paris. She watched Emily in Paris. Okay. And you were like, hey, bitch, I was nice to you. I was like eight years ago. Lily, this way. Over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. Got to, got to, to my day ones. You know, I got it. <laughs> I don't know if you're a day one. I mean, um, when you're pretty ge- sure you were, you were pretty late on the scene. No, when you're guest starring on 90210 and have one line, I'm a day one. That's a day one. No. Yeah. No. Anyways, she's lovely. The show's great. But yeah, the, the, the outfits, I, I would always. Why is the fashion so bad? I would always watch it going, this show would be better if the clothes, because she's so cute. Her, yeah. like, she's so beautiful. Her body's great. I, I think it's just. Well, she wore a very cute re- yellow dress in maybe it was the first episode that I just watched. Like, I think it's just. looks kind of fashionable. But this, and the friend, her um, Asian friend she meets that I don't remember her name, but she's living there for as a nanny. Um, wait, also, wait, sorry. Are you just like on, you're on just on season one. I, I've like watched literally one and a half episodes. Oh, girl. Okay. I just heard it last night. Okay. Well, I think that it's, we'll talk about it when you get a little further, but I think, oh. um, I think that's like part of the character. I think they're kind of trying to make her, I would assume, um, like she's the dorky American girl. Yeah. Like chic. I think it's like social commentary on what like a Midwest, she was like Chicago or something would dress right, like yeah, in Chicago, Paris, yeah. in Paris, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I could ask Darren Starr if I run into him, I'll ask him. I'm friends uh, with him. Did, why, why would you ask him? Because he created the show. No, no, no. I mean, what's your connection to him? Oh, we've known. We go way back. Oh, how so? Also a day one for him. <laughs> <laughs> a day one yeah. for him. Then we went to the same gym, Malibu Fitness. I was a teen. I used to go, I used to, go to that gym. I, used to, I lived with you. You and I grew up together. True. I was a teen mm-hmm. and I would walk to Malibu Fitness and he would be there. And we would chat. He obviously... It's just like, I went there and I never networked. No, just no. no networking for me at that gym. No, I was at, I was like 15 or 16, so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we just remained, oh. we remained close ever since. By the way, great gym. Loved that gym. It was like basically on our street. We lived on Cavalry Road in Malibu. And then our uncle gym. started working there. And he trained me. Wait, our uncle was your trainer? Uncle Charlie trained me there. And then there was that clothing store right across the street. Loved it. What was it called? Pinnacle. Pinnacle! Oh my God. Pinnacle. Yeah. I think we can move on though. Because I just realized, are we? Pinnacle. We're rambling. It's not like what we're doing. It's so funny how every time I do ads alone, Mm -hmm. there's no phoria. But sure enough, when I'm doing ads with you, there's for you. I have to talk about orgasms with you and it's just not enjoyable. But here's the lay. Here's the, here's well, the. Well, it makes sense that you'd rather do it alone because, you know, um, for you, um, awaken arousal oil is great to use alone. Look, here's the deal. The amount of covert messages I've gotten from people being like, please don't post this. Please don't show my name. You know how people, you know, because sometimes we can go rogue and post what people DM us. They're well, like, you can. They're like, but for you is crazy it's crazy yeah. they use they use um the awaken uses cbd and warming sensation inducing organic botanicals that yeah. enhance arousal and sensitivity this is also really important to say 
it is all natural, yes. plant-based ingredients. So it intensifies your sexual pleasure and relieves discomfort if sex is painful for you. Um, but it's all natural. So you don't have to worry about what you're putting inside of you because it's all clean. And, you know, they say that it heightens orgasms. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Who does not want a damn heightened orgasm? So you have our permission to try this. We fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more, deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it as often as possible. And you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash foster or just use the code foster at checkout. That is F-O-R-I-A wellness.com slash foster for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and their Sex Oil. You will thank us later. So this morning I was feeling... Like I was getting a headache. I was feeling my skin looked kind of just, I don't know, like kind of gray, kind of just like lackluster. And I was about to leave the house and I go, oh my God, what the hell? I got to get to, I got to take an element. I'm telling, like, that's going to, that's going to change things. I run back into the kitchen. I do like a full element. I chug it. Normally I try to sip. I just chug it. And I kid you not, 15 minutes later, I headache is gone. It truly, it's a game changer what electrolytes do to you. It's pure hydration, right? So when you are depleted, when you are dehydrated, your skin looks like crap. You get headaches. You don't feel well. So replacing your electrolytes is huge. By the way, when you go out and you have a couple glasses of wine... You go home, hit up that element before you go to bed. You will wake up feeling much better. The thing about element is there's none of the junk that are in all the other ones. There's no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. So that's why you need to use this particular one. Okay. Right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any order. That is eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash foster. This deal is only available through this link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash foster. There was a, um, and I think we should read some reviews because I haven't looked in a few days. I'm sure there's more, but somebody said we are getting more and more vapid and vain. Hmm. I took it on the chin. I took that insult on the chin. Well, because it was probably mostly directed at you. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I've always been, I haven't changed. My personality hasn't changed. It's gotten more aggressive. Did <sighs> you say you're like taking testosterone or something? <laughs> Creatine. <gasps> Yeah, creatine is not is not my favorite thing supplement for you. Okay, because you used to be bitchy and just sort of like eh, whatever. I don't care about anybody or anything. Now you like care too much about a lot of things, too intense, too aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, God help us all if I ever actually take testosterone. Oh, I thought you were taking testosterone. Cre no, creatine. 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 That must create testosterone or something. <laughs> You got testy energy. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get to questions. Okay. Let's just start at the top. Oh, uh, or not. 
Okay. Well, we should just talk about it. Just wanted to say so sorry about your grandma. She sounded amazing. Now, here's the thing. Our Mimi Nana, who you may or may not have seen, was 91 or 90. She was turning 92 next week. And Yeah, in December. Yeah. No, December. Turning 92. And mm-hmm. it's just such a reminder because all the time, coworkers, friends, whoever will, will tell me, oh, I, I actually lost my grandma, you know, this week or last week. And my response is always like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, of course, but I don't feel it. You know, I don't feel it the way if someone was like, it's oh, like, it's a grandma. That's you, you lose them. Exactly. It's a grandma. It's a grandpa. Th- that's what happens. You lose. So you kind of, you know, you do the right thing by being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But like, y- you don't really stop to think what that person is actually really, really going through. And this was such. Now, the last grandparent we lost was like 20 something years ago. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. We were young. I mean, when I found out Grammy died, I was like in Vegas at a strip club. Like, like that at, sounds right. Yep, literally. So, and I, I think was, I actually flew to Victoria to see her right before she died. Okay. Visiting her in the hospital. Okay. You were in Vegas that weekend? I was. Because yeah. <laughs> I was literally like there while she was okay, dying. Let's just skip over this. Let's skip over Got that. It. Okay. Let's, okay. Because you don't love that story. I don't love that. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll just skip past that and go back to, go to back to the, okay. the present day when I'm a little more healed, a little more. We're about, back to the present. We're back to the present. So this was just such a reminder that. Well, and say that we were supposed to see her the same weekend. We, we went there. We were supposed to see her. We were, we were going there this weekend to see her. And we still went, but she just wasn't there. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She really did die suddenly. Now, I know you're, what you're thinking. You're thinking, mm, 91, that's not suddenly. This woman was thriving. You saw her. She looked so youthful because her spirit was so youthful. Also, you know, a few people wrote me, they were like, you're lying. Cause I wrote, I was like, this woman's never touched her face. She's never even tried Botox. And a few people wrote me going, you're, I call bullshit. There's absolutely no way that this woman can look like this. And she's never had a face. I really don't, I really don't think she ever did. She never tried Botox. This woman never had what she had facials and she did like, she was just blessed. She had good genes, which means that we have good genes. No, she... Except she, I don't take after her side. You do. She, sir, she, she, I know. I never knew until I saw her, her young pictures. I never saw what she looked like when she was like 20. I really have her body. Except I didn't you, get the big boobs, but I have yeah. the kind but of... You have her frame. I have a little tiny waist. I have the tiny waist, the thicker legs and the butt. Yeah. You're Mimi Nana and I'm Grammy. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, you, it's just, you never have enough time with a grandparent. So of course I'm like riddled with guilt about why didn't I visit more? Why didn't I take my kids more? It was, it was such an easy flight. So I think anyone listening, if you're lucky enough to still have your grandparents, get on a plane, go visit them. You will never, ever regret it. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was really sweet of all of us getting together this weekend and honoring her. Yeah. So, um, all right, we can. Okay, someone it. says, okay. someone says, how's the writers' room going? What's it like to be back? And I just want to say this because I think it's good, like, work story, is that when you have like a big opportunity come your way, you have an idea of what it's going to be like. Like, okay, here you go, Aaron. You can write ten episodes of your story, your show, make it anything you want. You have all these ideas of what it's going to be like, and then you get in there, and like a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome and stuff. There's a question about that, and I get in there before the strike. And there's writers in there that have Emmys. I don't have Emmys. There's writers in there that have been, who have a ton of experience 
And when we're going through episode ideas and there's something like I really want to tell, a story I really want to tell, something I really want to have, and people are kind of like, don't love it. Mm, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's really a story. Before the strike, I really just like back down. I would be like, okay, yeah, let's not do it. You, you know best. And I just, I just sort of like got out of the way because I wanted everyone to like me. And I, the point is I was doing it wrong. And I'm so grateful for the strike because the strike like gave me such great perspective. I took a step back and I thought about a couple episodes we were working on and I wasn't excited about them. I wasn't like feeling proud of what we were doing. And I was just like, those weren't my ideas. And I sort of let other people make a decision. And a friend of mine that I had dinner with, Rob, actually Rob Fishman, we, I kind of like talked to him about Rob what was going on. Rob is great to have to, as a sounding he board. He gave me great yeah. work advice. And he was like, Aaron, if you aren't sure about what you want, it makes the writers feel unsafe. They aren't going to feel good in a room or they're not going to feel confident if you're not confident. You have to know exactly what you want and you have to be really clear about it. And I, it really like resonated for me because if I was a writer on a show and my boss was sort of like, oh, okay, well, we don't have to do that. Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess that idea doesn't make sense. I would be like, well, if you don't know what makes sense, like how am I supposed to know what makes sense? You know, you don't, you're not being a good leader. But so, your first foray into a writing a writer's room was with Ryan Murphy. And wasn't Ryan Murphy like really sort of not cavalier, but he he gave the writers a lot of power, didn't he? No, I wouldn't say he gave the writers a lot of power. I would say, I mean, any idea that was a good idea he would listen to, but um, but it was a very intimidating room. Um anyway, that doesn't really apply here. Honestly, I just I came back and was very careful to not overcorrect. I didn't want to come back in and just be like clapping my hands, everybody get in line. This is the new me. Like, I'm not trying to do that. That's not how I want to lead. No. I came back and just felt like if something feels important to me, stick with it and say to everyone, okay, I hear your concerns about it. But Let's I, try. But I really want to make it work. I want to make this work. The story is important to me. Let's figure it out. And honestly, it's just been a completely different experience for me to stand in whatever my truth is, be confident. I want to know that if this show fails, if there's bad episodes, that I stand behind it. I will be okay with that. If I like really push to have my idea happen and it flops, I'll at least feel like, okay, I tried and it didn't work. But if I watch shows, if I watch episodes that aren't hitting or aren't saying what I want them to say and they weren't my idea and I got overridden and they're not working, I will never forgive myself. Mm -mm. No, because I'll be like, oh, I wasted an opportunity. Because this opportunity does not come around every day. I don't know that people actually understand. I think it's, you can't imagine how many scripts are written, ideas are developed, ideas pitched, things greenlit that never actually happen. It's like not even 1% of things that actually get on the air. Like not even, it's probably like 0.00 something percent of things that actually make it to the air. So I think that's great. I think it's great because it's true. If you'd be watching back going, God, like why didn't I stick? Like you are somebody who has managed to build a career on your instincts. And I think you got to just keep going with that. If your instincts are to push for certain episodes, I think you got to push for certain episodes. Yeah. So, um, it's been a good experience coming back from the strike. I really appreciated the time to get a new perspective. I feel like, I feel good. I feel like it's a normal 
um, dichotomy having a lot of bosses don't actually have, not always, but I think a lot of the time, aren't always as, what's the word, not skilled, but have the same credits as the people that work for them. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a lot of fucking college dropouts who are, you know, somebody, I, I, I said something negative about Harvard last week, obviously, because I'm appalled by the things that they're condoning on their campus. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, bitch, you wish you got into Harvard. And I'm like, actually, yeah, that, I guess that could have been cool to get into Harvard. I never tried. But luckily, people that went to Harvard work for me. So that's great. Like, it's even <laughs> better, you know? Like, and I, like, said that to somebody. And um, it felt really good saying that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's like my co-showrunner, Craig, went to Harvard. And that's, like, a real flex. Craig went to Harvard? And Craig went to Harvard. Or Yale. Well, they're he both. one of them. Are we? They're both great. We, we, either one. one Sorry, of them, the, Valentina the, is blasting Travis Scott. Valentina! Yeah. Can you maybe just turn the volume down a little bit? Thank you so much. It's like you're like asking her permission. Well, she just, uh, she, her response was, oh, sorry. She, that was nice. Oh, so go nice. on. So Craig, Craig has a the degree. The point is my co-showrunner went to Yale or Harvard, one of the, one of the above. And, um, and I didn't, I barely graduated high school. You know, I no. did not make it through you the 10th grade. I had to do it twice. You were working at Free People while he was at Ivy League College. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it just, I don't even know what the message is there. I, I guess I'm just saying. The message you is. Know, you can get to where you're going. It all I, but but out. I do, I do think, and I think we've had this debate before, you know, Tommy is of the mindset of like, mm, kids, the kids don't have to go to college. There are, and I don't know how it's going to be in 10 years or 15 years, but there are certain companies that don't even, unless you have inroads, they don't even look at your resume if you are not from 10 certain schools. Now, I don't know how long that's going to sustain or how long that will be. But how many businesses does that happen? I mean, it's probably mostly finance, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't see V getting into finance. Why? I mean, she just doesn't have finance energy. Well, so. Is she she really into math? Please don't pigeonhole her. No, but guess what? Josie's conference, the teacher told me she's, um, they're putting her in advanced math because she's that she, she would never say she's the best in the class, but they're putting her in advanced math because they said she this is too easy for her. I love that. I know. Um, I mean, imposter syndrome is a question. We've talked so much. Guys, we've done whole episodes on imposter syndrome. Yes, every single day, I think Aaron and I show up places going, well, I know I do, looking around going, me? I mean, we spoke at this conference recently. Did we talk about the conference? That conference? Mm-mm. I don't think we've had a thing at since the then. Jessica Lesson founded the information. She's a pod listener. Hello, Jessica. She actually, oh, yeah. she actually just launched her own podcast with her husband Sam, who's like a legend in finance. Um, he has his fund is called Slow Ventures, I think. And then this other couple, Britt and her husband, I don't know his name, and they're for two couples talking about finance. I think this could be interesting. I'm going to give that a listen. Anyways, Jessica founded The Information, which is a media company. She had a conference. It was really incredible. A bunch of women. I mean, 
founders, venture capitalists. Um, it was it was a cool room. Katy Perry was there speaking about her about her journey and her trajectory, and we love her because she was in favorite daughter, which that really blew my mind. You were not there for it, Aaron, but Katy walked in about, you know, to speak in head to toe favorite daughter. I really did die. I died just because I'll tell you why. It's really cool. When you're dealing with people that literally can wear anything they want, Katie can wear anything she wants. She can afford anything. Anything will be given to her for free. She has the best stylist. She's got like a great body. She's, she can wear whatever she wants. For her to choose, by the way, she bought it full price. Let's also. Oh, I know. Cause she texted me yeah. saying, I'm buying this right now. And I was like, we'll gift it to you. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm supporting you. Yeah. Bought it on Saks. Yeah. And it really, really touched me like her walking in and it, it, it made me feel so much closer to her. Obviously I've known her for <laughs> a long time and I love her. Her wearing my brand made me feel so much closer to her. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet it did. I, um, but she was like, I'm not even doing this for you. I love the outfit. I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> but you're kind of, you know, but she, she's a real one. And that is just so supportive to me. Cause I think of course she loved the outfit, but I think she was also, you know, wanting to be supportive, but this conference was really great. The point is, is that what is the point, the point is, is that I did not feel like I belonged there. I did. I was like, I can't believe they want us to speak. Oh my God. Look at all the other people speaking. Look at the credentials of all the people speaking. And when we finished our talk, so many women came up to us and said, at least they said to me, they were like, that was such an authentic conversation. And I, and I hate the word authentic. We all hate the word authentic, but they were like the way that you guys went up there and you spoke so honestly and vulnerably about your journey and about the mistakes you've made and how grateful you are to be where you are. You spoke with humility. You spoke with humility, but confidence because- And the reason is, and the lesson there is like, you're in a room of people that are, that have went to Wharton School of Business, that went to Harvard, went to Yale. It's an intimidating room. These are women who run their own funds. They are like heavy hitters. And if you go into that room thinking, oh, I have to compete with these people. I have to make them think that I'm just as smart as them or I'm just as accomplished as them. I need to beat them at their own game. You'll fall because that's not what you are. And so instead we sit up there and we don't try to answer the questions as if we are one of those women. We answer the questions as ourselves. There is a reason why we are invited to be at this conference. It is not to mimic what other people are going to say up there. It's to bring our own unique experience. And when we do that, you realize that yes, these women are these, you know, probably like such cerebral, intelligent people who have skills that we will never have, but they're sitting there watching us and they are just women. They're women who have failed. They're women who have been, you know, scared of failure. They're women who are trying to be a mom and be a working mom at the same time. And like, they're women, they're women, by the way, who want to pivot. There are women who have pivoted. There are women that are going like, God, I know you think what I'm doing is really cool, but I'm kind of sick of it. I'm kind of bored. I would like to start my own thing. What are you, how is it? There's a lot of the same thing in that room, right? People who've had the same education or the same experiences and, and you having that fear and insecurity, which is so normal. It's like, you don't even realize that you have the thing with you that is the superpower, which is just being yourself because your unique experience is going to stand out. And then all these women came up and they were like, 
oh my God, like, I don't remember what it was, but we were like, we cussed up there and we <laughs> were just relaxed and we were being ourselves. And I think that it gives other people permission to then be themselves because we were the first speakers. So by speaking like candidly and honestly, you noticed a trend for the rest of the night where instead of people giving like sort of um, staged, like rehearsed answers of what you should say on a panel, quote unquote, they gave like the real answer because you set the tone. Yeah. Are you with me? You fell asleep just now? What no, happened? I'm there. I was just thinking like, I, I mean, did we set the tone? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we were the no, first No, I'm not speakers. saying we yeah. set the tone for the whole thing. I'm just saying like the people who are speaking that night after us, I think that, you know, when someone goes first, you, you do sort of set a tone and like, you know, I'd be nervous if, if someone, if there was a panel before us that was like super, super serious and like very cerebral and really like analytical, I'd get nervous. Like, oh shit, can I come up there and like joke about getting fired for my first job and getting dumped in the same year? Like, I don't know. Is this the vibe? It was also, then, it was also, okay. Now both children are screaming on the top of their lungs. It was also a reminder. And we've been talking about this a lot. I talk about it a lot with Josh. And we've been talking about, a lot, uh, talking about it a lot on the podcast. Vulnerability is the thing that connects us. So people that I saw speaking who I didn't feel connected to people and not even just at this conference, but in general, when I go to conferences, I don't feel connected to, I would say women because men, I put them in another category. I, I don't connect with women who are not vulnerable. And I'm, I'm learning this. Like I don't connect with women who are, you know, giving me their, their highlight reel of accomplishments. I connect with women who go, these are the mistakes I made. This is what I would have done differently. These are the things that I'm afraid of. These are the things that I, that is what I connect to. I don't connect to people who are just full of themselves. I don't know. And also it's a reminder, this summit that we spoke at was open to the public. Yes, you had to pay to go. It was not cheap, but it was such a reminder to people listening who want to network, want to meet people, want to start something new, want a new job, Go to these summits. A lot of them are available. But to how do you find out about these conferences? Oh, there's blogs. I mean, I, I, you, you could find out about it through the information. If you sign up for the information, you're on their newsletter. I mean, you, there's, there's blogs and newsletters about all these things. You can find them if you want to. And there's so many of them. And I really encourage you guys, look, f find one and go. Yeah, it was a cool vibe. Yeah, it was a great vibe. We were very honored to be part of it. You guys know how much we love Bull and Branch, okay? You know how much we love it. It's in our homes. It's on all of our beds. This the is holidays a real are here. holiday gifting episode. Everything we're yeah, talking about. Everyone's in, everyone's in gifting mode, okay? Yeah. People are forgetting. Um, but people are forgetting during the holidays, you also have to treat yourself, okay? And treating yourself is important. And that's when you should give yourself bowl and bread sheets. No, but everything because we're talking to you guys about are the most, are really amazing, giftable, um, giftable things. So why not gift the people you love a sheet set? Aaron always jumps in going, not your coworkers. We get it. But True. family, friends, a new sheet set is such a thoughtful and, um, just mm -hmm. chic gift. Like, a, and like, it's something that people just don't remember to buy them for themselves. Yeah, it's true. Their quality is unmatched. It is 
100% organic cotton, and they get softer with every watch, but they, they start very soft. Um, their signature sheets are are so, so, so good. Um, it's just the softest, most luxury sheets you will get. By the way, they only get better after time. Like the more you wash them, the softer they get, but they are so soft. Like Aaron said, they're on every bed um, in our homes. Mm -hmm. They're free of toxins, synthetic pesticides, harsh chemicals. They're made by artisans who earn their pay and respect that they deserve. I mean, it's like this company is perfect. So upgrade your sleep with 25% off your first order at Bull & Branch. That's their best offer of the entire year. Just head to bullandbranch.com and use the promo code FOSTER15. That is Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L and Branch.com, promo code FOSTER15, limited time only, exclusion supply. See site for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I got to say... Therapy has changed my life. I know we sound repetitive, but therapy really used to just be for a certain type of person, a certain bank account, a certain... It just was not available to the masses. And it, it also wasn't always socially so accepted, you know, no. and it's much more... People are much more comfortable now talking about mental health. Yeah. There's just nobody that wouldn't benefit from talking to a professional, talking through, by the way, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be, you know, having some traumatic childhood you need to discuss. It might be like, look, I'm not, I'm not happy in life. I want to switch careers. I want to take a leap. I want to do something different, but I need support. Like getting someone to help you get out of the rut that you're in. Yes. Support. It's a support system. So there's just, there's just nobody that wouldn't benefit from having a support system, especially a support and system. better help yeah. is such a good solution because it is so accessible. Yeah. It is designed to be convenient. It is entirely online. It is so flexible. It is suited to your schedule. It's very simple. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists anytime. Well, that's no additional the thing. charge. They make no it, questions asked. They make it very easy for you. Like, guys, you're not always going to connect with your therapist, but that's why I love this company because they make it very easy for you to find someone else if you don't connect. You can try 10 people if you want. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash foster today to get 10% off your first month. That is better H E L P dot com slash foster. What is your favorite sandwich to make? That is such a funny question. I saw that. I love, I really, I'll just, I don't really I'll just make say, sandwiches. I'll just start. So I used to love a fried egg sandwich and I would do mm -hmm. a plain bagel with butter, an over hard fried egg, avocado, arugula and Cholula sauce. That was like my go-to, but I don't need eggs anymore. So now I love a good old um, turkey and salami on a baguette. I do salt, pepper, mustard, onions, tomatoes, avocado. It sounds like a good sandwich. Yep. I'm on page two. Someone said, has Sarah been flying coach? I actually did fly Economy Comfort recently and a, a, I was a fan or a listener, oh. a listener um, noted it, walked by me and goes, hey, and like, <laughs> yeah, so. Where was, where were you going? San Francisco. Oh, uh, so it was a 45 minute flight? It was an hour. For the, for the information? Yeah, but there was six rows of first class that I was not in. Why weren't you in them? 
because I didn't want to spend the money. It was like, or was it sold out? No, it wasn't sold out. It was like going to be like $700 or something as opposed to like 175. Yeah. It's not worth it for for that short of a flight. No, but it was worth it for the 20 other people that were in first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, their their companies were probably paying. Sarah, okay. Please. Sorry, oh. someone wants to know about Debs, and you know what? I have to say. Oh my god, I got <laughs> tagged in so many um, Halloween. Debs is just the gift that keeps on giving. I know. I got tagged in so many Halloween people who dressed up as Debs for Halloween. Every year it happens. I got no way. Yeah, I got a lot. Oh, Aaron, did I not tell you that Valentina's friend Berlin? was going to be a Deb, her and her, her and her cousin. Stop. We're going to be Debs. They've seen the movie? I know. I guess. That's scary. That's like concerning. I know. Does Valentina know what you do in this movie? Yeah, but Aaron, we live in a genderless age now. It's not a big thing for them that I was- It's not about gender. It's about lesbians. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying for them, that's not- like you when mean I, we live in a fluid yes, generation. Yes, when I did this movie 20 years ago, it was like, oh my God, a lesbian spy drama. It's not like that anymore. Wake up, Aaron, you old ass woman. Well, I don't think that, I still think that Valentina would think it's very alarming to see her mom kissing a girl in a movie. Well, she hasn't mentioned it, so I guess not. <laughs> okay, well, but I don't think she's seen, seen it. it. I don't know if she's seen it. I don't know. But it's I don't- It's crazy that her best friend wanted to dress like that. I know, I know. Um, Someone said, how's your last Oh, oh, life? oh, but I, wait, I don't, wait, hold on. I'm answering, I'm answering a question. But I have to finish. It was, I, I actually have a story towards this. It'll be very short. Please tell us how Debs came together. It would be interesting to know. I'm going to just say, it was supposed to be Jessica Biel. I auditioned. Mm. I auditioned with Jessica Biel for like a week straight. We were auditioning together. We, and then I, at one, no, we weren't even auditioning. I think I got the job. I had the job. She had the job. She was Lucy. I was Amy. And we were um, rehearsing together for like a week. And then she dropped out. <gasps> and then. So did, did you, did you kiss her? I don't remember. Maybe. Well, it sounds like that kiss really sent her running. I mean, I was about to say, she clearly hated me because. Yeah. She, um, I never got. So to you be- were already hired for the job. We were both hired. We were both hired. And then after a week of rehearsal, she unhired herself. She probably just like hated me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's not great for you. But that would have been a place with Joanna Brewster. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. That's a fun like insider tip. Well, fun insider tip. I don't know. People know that. Mm hmm. Um, Oh. All right. Well, this this isn't that interesting, but someone was saying, How's your national life? Let me be clear. How's your what? This is a. Nashville life. The Nashville place isn't for me. The Nashville place is for Simon. And I've been trying to make it beautiful, but the truth is, you know, I can't really go there very often. So it's really for him. It's changed his life there. He's so much happier having it. I'm sure. Yeah, we wish I could be there more. We need to see updates of what the place looks like. It looks nice. Yes. You went with like a very um, modern aesthetic for this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go different vibe, you know? Here's an interesting one. Top five things you want your daughters to learn before leaving home. That's an interesting question. I am of the mindset that I want my daughters, for me, the things that I convey in them are um, always be clear about your voice. Have a very clear voice. Always stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. 
Um, be an advocate for yourself, for other people, always. Be a good communicator. I don't ever want people to have to wonder how you're feeling. I want them to know how you're feeling. Um, what are other things that I try to instill in them? You know, I, I from the very young age, I, I said this on Instagram and people really liked it. I, from a very young age, I always drilled into them. I never want a kid at school to be sitting alone at lunch. I never, mm-hmm. I never want that. Yes, okay, some people might choose to, to be sitting alone, but for the most part, most kids don't want to be alone mm-hmm. at lunch. So they both know that if they ever see a kid sitting alone at lunch, they have to either A, go sit with them, B, invite them to sit with them, or say like, you know, you obviously say, oh, do you want to be alone? Totally respect if you if you do, but I'd, I'd love to join you or do you want to come join us? They both know mm-hmm. that. Good, um, I like that. So I just think it's more about things like that than, you know, you need to get a certain score on your SATs and you need to get into yeah. this school and you need to get these kinds of grades. Like I'm not, a, I'm not crazy about straight A's. Obviously, if they're failing, mm-hmm. you know, failing, that's going to be a problem. But I'm really just more about the kind of human beings that they are. I mean, I think that's far more important. Yeah, the rest will follow. Um, what is your food guilty pleasure? I'm all about the Mex- the Mexican food. Yeah, I was going to say like chips and guac and like cheese enchiladas. Me too. Weird that we agree on that. It's so weird. I know. Describe each of your perfect days. My perfect day is... I don't know, like Simon travels all the time during the week. So sometimes when he's home on the weekend and we just like stay in bed all day and like Postmates breakfast, lunch and dinner. And we just watch like reality TV together. It's just like fun. It just feels fulfilling. We just connect over it. That's basically mine. Mine is I sleep in. Somebody Mm -hmm. brings me coffee, which I don't think that's ever happened a day in my life. I don't, I don't have like a staff and I, you know, the kids, I need to teach Valentina to make me coffee. Tommy, Mm -hmm. he makes the coffee, but he doesn't bring it to me. I'm sure he Mm -hmm. would if I asked, but so my dream would be that I sleep in, I wake up, I'm rested, no bags under my eyes, no dark circles. I look rested. Skin is plump from that long. immediately, Immediately you start with the visual. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I'm giving you the full lay of the land. I wake up and you know that feeling when you're like, oh yeah, I slept good. Someone brings me coffee. Then I, you know, get on the social media. I like scroll. <laughs> That's part of your perfect day. I'm only at like 9 a.m. so far. Give me a minute. Okay. I'm, I'm checking in. I'm doing the things I need to do. Then the phone goes away. Then I am watching documentaries, TV shows, movies, literally all day. Exactly mm-hmm. like you. Literally all day. You know what's so interesting? is I think that, that this is just us. A lot of people be like, my per- perfect day is like taking a I'm bike traveling. ride. No, I'm yeah. taking a bike ride through the forest and then I'm having a picnic after. I'm like, no, that sounds exhausting. No, less, less, less. Do less. Do less. Okay, I don't mean to sound like you right now, but I really feel like this is a boring episode. Oh God. All right, let's, leave, let's um, end leaving some, reading some reviews. Okay, great. Okay, this is a good one. The Fatigue Sisters. This is a laugh out loud, seriously funny podcast. Five stars from Sam Boss 121.1. It's such a nice break from the very bleak, politically political divided world that we live in. You girls are my new favorite podcast. Only listen if you need some deep belly laughs in your life. I like that. Mm. That's so nice. 
Okay, I'll read another good one. Sisters from a different mister. This is from Kel MCG15. I love this podcast. Aaron and Sarah's sister dynamic is just so good. It reminds me of me and my two sisters and our dynamic, but Aaron and Sarah have way more intelligent conversations than we do. They're insightful, funny, and relatable. Oh, and they have great guests, like really good ones. Love this person. Okay. Love this person. Wait, how do you... Positive, positive. Okay, here's a bad one. Aaron, can Aaron please Mm. stop, take a step back, breathe, and just maybe have a heart? Mm. That's nice. Mm. Who do I not have a heart for? I don't know. You? Oh, yeah. Probably me. Probably you. Probably you. This is one of my favorite podcasts, especially the solo episodes, but I've had to turn it off a few times because one of the girls <laughs> is either eating or sucking on a cough drop. It's really hard to- A cough drop? We've never had a cough drop. It's so hard to listen to once that starts ha- and it happens almost every episode. What the hell, Aaron? I you don't using think a- I've ever had a- I don't think that's me. I don't think I've ever had a cough drop on here. Well, I, blame, I blame you. Oh, here's a good one. I used to appreciate your solo episodes, but they've become increasingly vapid. It seems mm. as though you are putting out episodes that you know have no direction, information, and are really just a recording mm. of a super self-centered conversation. Do you mm. even care? Very hypocritical to just decide mm. to not talk about world events while calling people out on blah. I mean, this is a really long one. Jesus. This person's really mad at us. Oh, this is a good one. I am editing the review I left last year because unfortunately, Sarah has become completely unbearable. (laughs) She is so emotionally stunted and immature, it's hard to listen to. (laughs) I'm sure that she's fine in person and would be a a good person to hang out with. But to spend time listening to her on a podcast, I just cannot do it anymore. (laughs) Oh. Shame. What's her name? Wait, we lost a listener because of you? Yeah. Her that name sucks. is her name is Melanie Freaking Rocks. Melanie? I think Melanie I think you could Melanie. I think you could and I think you could like um meet up with her and like change her mind. Oh God. Melanie sounds brutal though. Melanie sounds she thinks she thinks you sound brutal. Melanie needs to get Melanie needs to go on that dating show, get some action. Oh, naked, naked attraction. Yeah, Melanie just seems like really mad. Um, but okay, I'll take the I'll take the constructive criticism. Take the feedback you're taking. Oh, wait. The feedback. All right, let's end it on a good one. Okay. Yeah. Are you doing it? Yeah. Sheena Bunny says, two babbling morons." LOL. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, the rest are pretty good. So, all right, guys. Well, we, you know, we love reviews, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So mm-hmm. let's go. True. Rate and review. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great, great episode. Can't tell. God, you're so down on yourself. All right. Well, mm. all right. Well, listen, tell it, inspire us. You have 30 seconds. It, tell I don't it. think I have it in me. Yeah. You let I me. I don't think I have it in me. You let me down today. I think this is just, this is just not my, not my evening. Mm. But, right. um, I appreciate everybody being with us and sticking it out, you know? Oh my God. I have 43 text messages, Aaron. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay. Bye everyone. Oh, it's so abrupt. Oh, um, all right, you guys, it's been real. Oh, also, always let us know guests. Oh, wait. Sorry, I have one thing that I want to answer. Wait, let me just finish that, and then you can't. Always let us know guests that you're interested in. Message yeah. 
message the podcast Instagram. Allison reads it. Montana reads it. Let us know who you want to hear from. And we are going to start prioritizing who you guys want to hear from. Yes, I agree with that. Um, there was just one question here that I thought is helpful that we should get out sooner than later, which is like, um, besides favorite daughter, what are good gifting ideas for friends and relatives? And this is so hard. And so I'll plug one favorite daughter thing that just came out today, but I honestly think it's a fantastic gift. We basically did a collab with Jenny Bird, which is this really great jewelry designer. And we created two different essential earring stacks. So there's a silver stack and a gold stack. And it's like the perfect hoops with an ear cuff. And it's a great gift to give someone. Um, also, we um, love this brand called Juliet Wine. They make this... It's a really good gift. It's basically like boxed wine, but like in a really beautiful packaging. And it's a very fun thing to gift somebody. Sarah, any ideas? Well, I don't know. You're kind of putting me on the spot. Oh, so, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, those are two good ideas. Yeah. I would like to be thoughtful and think hard about before I before I give my gift guide. Um, also, my favorite uh, company to personalize stuff with that I get as gifts all the time is from Leatherology. Leatherology is a great company. We're not associated with them at all, but they make, they can like hand paint people's initials on things. Um, Montana's purse she uses all the time. We gifted to her. I use my makeup bag from them. I just love all their stuff. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Erin. You're welcome. Let's, uh, all right, guys. Have a great day or night. Bye. Or walk or whatever it is you're doing. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you liked it as much as we did. We have a big, big, big request for you. We do. We do. Please go leave a review. It makes a big difference for us. I was about to say, Aaron, don't sound so desperate, but we are a little desperate. We are a little desperate. We need you to leave a review. It's really important. And we don't ask you for anything. Two seconds. By the way, send a screenshot of your review and maybe we'll post it. Okay. Maybe we'll call you. Maybe we'll... Why are you rolling your eyes? Just every episode it's going to say that though. Great. <laughs> okay. This podcast is executive produced by... Can you not use that voice? I'm sorry, I'm trying to sound... Yeah, but you don't need to make it sexy. This podcast is executive produced by... Can you... Do you have a normal voice? Yeah. Aaron Foster, Sarah Foster, and Allison Bresnick. Okay, I'll take over. Our Our associate producer is Montana McBearney. Our audio engineer is Josh Windish. This show is hosted by Simplecast. See, that didn't sound nice. That sounded great.